Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hello, this is your morning meditation for this morning. Today we're going to be in Psalm 119, starting in verse 97 through 104. This is a passage about meditation and what it means to meditate um, upon God's law. Psalm 119.97 says, Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all day long. Your commandment makes me wiser than my enemies, for it is always with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your decrees are my meditation. I understand more than the aged, for I keep your precepts. I hold back my feet from every evil way in order to keep your word. I do not turn away from your ordinances, for you have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste! Sweeter than honey to my mouth. Though your precepts, through your precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. So yeah, this is a hard one for us to catch, I think, because we have a, a picture of what it means to like law, to follow law. And the Old Testament, we know that the Old Testament, there were laws. Um, there was the Torah. Um, people were given instructions on how to live. And sometimes when we look at law, we think of it as just like this thing that constricts us and doesn't let us do what we really want to do. But um, the Jewish understanding of the law was very different. The, the understanding of the law has often even been called, the law was called the way, the truth, and the life. You might have heard someone else who was called the way, the truth, and the life, namely Jesus, but they saw the law as a way to life, a way to freedom at, at its best. There were times where they did see it as that kind of constricting thing, and they made more and more laws to try to follow the law perfectly. But the idea was supposed to be that if you followed the laws, the ways that God had instructed you to live, you would have life, you would have freedom, uh, you would have the life you'd always dreamed of. Jesus called it abundant life. So... Um, here in this passage, this psalm kind of gives you that picture. That is, uh, these commandments um, actually make um, this person wise. Um, it says, I understand more than the aged, which in our society that may not make as much sense because we don't have the kind of reverence for people of age as they did in their culture. It was understood that the older people had much more wisdom and understanding. So it's it's like... Your law will give me even more understanding than people maybe even over my age. Um, and then the law also helped keep um, people off of the ways of, out of the ways of evil, which would be for their good. And so we see the psalmist says, how sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Um, and then therefore I hate every false way. We, we live in a, a culture where it's pretty often people, you know, you can't really hate anyway. You should just accept what everyone believes and, and there, you know, there is no real truth. And we all know that that's 
not true, but that's that's kind of how our culture lives. Um, and when we when we try to live in that way where there is no truth and everything just eventually falls apart. So we all know there's truth. I mean, if you want to just get really practical about it, you could say you always know when your girlfriend treats, cheats on you or when your boyfriend cheats on you um, that that's wrong. You always know when someone steals from you, that's wrong. Like, so there are, there are things that are absolutely true and there are things that are absolutely false. And so, um, what the psalmist is saying here is that when we meditate on the law, when we, uh, keep God's laws in front of us, um, what we realize is there are better ways to live and those kind of ways, I don't want anything to do with the ways that are, are, really bringing death upon me. The, the ways of sin bring death upon us, Scripture tells us. So I want to stay away from that because I know it's not good for me. Um, and I know that living in your way brings those things like it is the way and the truth and the life. So one thing I, I think we should think about is how often then, when we talk about meditating, what does it mean to meditate on God's law? I think it means for us to, to, to read it like we're doing here. Um, reading the scripture, it means also think about what does it mean. Um, I've been I've been really contemplating the the first, just the first beatitude. What does it mean to say blessed or happy are the poor in spirit? And Luke even just says happy are the poor. Well, it means that, that if you think about it long enough, that when you get rid of this kind of possessive attitude of things, when you realize you're bankrupt, when you realize your own life isn't even yours that you've been given your life by God, when you realize all the stuff you own is going to go to someone else when you're dead, uh, when you realize that even for me, like as a pastor, the ministry I have is not my ministry, it's God's work and I'm just joining in. When you realize that you really are bankrupt, you don't own anything, then you're blessed. Then you receive it all back. So, so you don't own, you know, like the birds in my backyard that, that fly in and eat the bird seed that I put out for them. You don't own those birds, but you can enjoy them. You don't own maybe um, all the things that we see, but you are able to enjoy everything. And so uh, what, when we begin to think about and contemplate and work over in our minds, so what would it mean to live in ways where we realize that, you know, let's say that we, do, we know we don't own anything? Well, it frees us up to not worry because it's not ours anyway. Ultimately, it's going to go to somebody else. Um, it freezes up to not have to turn over all the situations in our mind about every little thing. And Jesus says, that's, you know, don't worry about your life or your food or clothes or what you'll eat or drink. Um, because look at the birds of the air, look at the grass of the field, the lilies of the field, God takes care of them. And so there are these understandings that when we begin to think about scripture and think about law, um, we begin to be freed and we begin to find life, um, but if I could just be real honest, many times the reason why we don't meditate on the law of God is because we're so infiltrated and filled with just things from our culture. So whether that be like Fox News, I always listen to Fox News, so that's what I'm meditating on all day. Or whether it be like, like my, my habit would be probably more like binge watching The Office. So all those thought processes and the ways, you know, the understandings of the world that, that the office kind of adheres to, those are always on my mind. And so we can meditate on a lot of different things, but what the psalmist is calling us to is here meditating on the law of God. 
meditating on the good and even the best. Um, not just, um, what is it? Not just reading the word, but it's actually thinking through what does it mean? What would it mean for me to live in such a way that I really did believe that everything I have was from God, that every moment I have has been given to me from God? Well, it might mean that I make the most of those moments uh, to please God as, instead of always trying to seek my own reward or my own thing. So um, lots to think about there. But what I think the psalmist is really getting at here more than anything is this idea that it is in God's law and ultimately in the person of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus says, I didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. Uh, as we as we focus on Christ, as, as Romans chapter 12, and I just drew a blank. In the message, I love the translation. It's... Um, it says this, uh, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. It's right after that. Uh, here's what I want you to do. Take your everyday, your work life, your eating, your sleeping life, and place it before God as an offering. Um, that whole passage. And it says, fix your attention on God in the message. You'll be changed from the inside out. Don't get dragged down to the culture around you in the way it always thinks but fix your attention upon God. And I think that's what the psalmist is getting at here. Uh, Fix your attention upon God, upon God's laws, upon God's ways. Uh, There are right ways to live. There are wrong ways to live. There are ways that will bring us life and ways that will bring us death. Um, Learning to spend that time in meditation and in thinking through what God has already told us. A great place to start would be Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. Matthew chapter 5. Uh, It's also in Luke. I don't have the chapter off the top of my head, but the Sermon on the Mount, um, that's a simple, you can read through those things and you can spend your whole life just thinking through uh, those simple teachings of Jesus that were designed to give you life and not death. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor, rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.